This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. What's up, man? Dude, it's been so long. I know, it has been long. I've been out of town, you've been out of town. Things have been going on crazy. Oh, life. I think the last time we recorded was 2009. Uh, I don't think that that's, that's, that can't be true. No? Okay. <laughs> it's been a while, though. It has been a while. It's it, been a couple months. It has been a while. I apologize for that. Oh, no, no, no. It's not your fault. <laughs> well, then never mind that. But but nothing like Infinity War to bring us back. I tell you what. It was I okay, let's let's jump right into it. Let's let's do our uh, sponsors. Let's do our contact information and uh I think we get a voicemail and then we'll jump right into it. Does that sound good? Sounds great. All right, this is the M6P, a comic book podcast. Uh you can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. Uh follow us on Twitter at the M6P, and of course, visit our website, theM6P.com. You can interact with us every day on Facebook.com slash theM6P. You can give us a call and actually be a part of our show by calling 616-755-TINA, leaving us a message, and we'll make sure to play it on air. And as well, you can hit us up on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias under the M6P. And we are sponsored by DCB Service, discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. Your place to go and put your order in, your pre-orders for comic books. 40% off. I saw that they had a deal on all the Fresh Start stuff. Uh, two different uh, Fresh Start packs. One a Legacy pack and another Fresh Start pack for 50% off. Go there, dcbservice.com. We're also sponsored by... Community Retail Partnership. You can look them up at crpsavings.com for all of your savings on office supplies and other office type needs. You can also uh, look, us, look up our sponsor, Darren uh, Michael. He runs Michael Web Solutions at michaelwebsolutions.com for all of your internet needs and building a website and all your SEO fun stuff. And lastly, we're sponsored by themarvelousbox.com. You can check them out for $25 a quarter. You get a huge box full of Marvel graphic novels that are valued at over $100. That's fantastic. Every time you say that, it just it boggles my mind that uh, we're able to do that. So It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, voicemail. Let's do it. All right. Ready? Go. Hey, guys. This is John from Utah. I um, Well, I just finished reading... Craven's Last Hunt, the Spider-Man series, you know, for the um, for the first time ever, and it kind of blew my mind, you know. It's like I've been, I guess I've been a casual comics fan my whole life, but uh, that was like really something different. And um, now I'm like, I want more. I was wondering if either there's like other Craven stories that are just as good, or I mean, what are the other essential Spider-Man? Stories? stories i need to pick up because that was amazing and uh it would be great if you guys could you know point me in the direction of of the other essential spider-man stories um especially with something as as crazy as craven's last hunt with uh i don't know man it was like 
it was like uh it just worked so well and I don't I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, let me know. Thank you, bye. Alright, so requests he read Craven's Last Hunt, and then he got the itch, the bug, the bite, if you will. And he wants more. By a radioactive spider. Well, what have you. Now, I've been thinking about this a little bit now. There's all these classics when you go back, and I have to be honest, I haven't really read a ton of Spider-Man classic stories. Um, the one, Like me, I'm a 90s kid, so Maximum Carnage is really, when I was a kid, that was amazing. Um, maximum Clonage, not as much. But, but uh, there's always the death of Gwen, Gwen Stacy, the death of Gene DeWolf, uh, the whole thing with the Sin Eater and uh, Venom. Um, but I would have to say that my all-time favorite is uh, J. Michael Straczynski's Amazing Spider-Man Volume 2, numbers 30 through 36. Um that it, that is probably the best story arc with Moreland, the introduction of Moreland, and then thirty six is the nine eleven issue. Mm. Do you remember reading that for the first time? I do, definitely, yeah. Man, it that stuck out to me. That was like one of those. Oh man, that's <laughs> it, it's uh, it's crazy. I also I also like Paul Jenkins' run on uh, Peter Parker Spider Man, and that is I think he started in maybe number twenty two. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Volume 2, number 22. But um, his number 35 is a favorite of mine. Um, The Tangled Web series, there's some really good ones of that. There's some really bad ones of that. But there's some really good ones, too. Um, I think Brian Azzarillo did one. uh, It was called Severance or Severance Pay. Do you remember that? I think it was a one-shot, and it was about the kingpin. From Tangled Web? Yeah. I didn't really get into that. <laughs> <laughs> and I did love, and this is this is kind of hokey, but I did love Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. So I know it's a kid's comic and it's not uh, 616, but I really did like that. As far as Craven goes, um, Grim Hunt was really fun, if I remember that correctly, right? It was. So just a just a couple years ago, I think, maybe three or four years ago, but uh, John Grim Hunt, go check that out. That's pretty cool. And thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, anything that you wanted to add or no? I, I know you interacted with him on Facebook on the face bags. Yeah, we we had a message back and forth, and I gave him my uh, favorite Spider-Man stories. But with me being the X-Men expert and you being the Spider-Man expert, I wanted him to get the creme de la creme of spider-man stories from you well that is very nice of you expert is used loosely in that but you know i enjoy the (laughs) spider-man as the kids do (laughs) all right thanks for calling in man hey all right infinity war what'd you think dude dude like holy dude (laughs) (laughs) i was just blown away I loved the movie. Okay, we're we're going into this. There's hands down going to be spoilers. Hands down. Oh, yeah. I mean, the movie came out. It's the biggest movie of... It's the biggest debut of all time, worldwide and in America. So if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) 
Man, what? oh man. It was... Oh. I just... I'm so blown away. Like, it, it's mind-boggling. Like, I can't even wrap my head around it. I'm still thinking about it, trying to figure it out in my head. Like, it's a fairly straightforward movie, but it's like, well, where does that leave us? What happened? I thought I thought Josh Brolin did an amazing job, and I, I had heard that it is a Thanos movie, and it is. It is a yeah. Thanos movie. He is the main character, right? Definitely. Definitely. I was I was amazed how well they did with all the characters. They gave everybody screen time. They gave everybody exactly what they needed. I could have used more uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Captain America, but still, it was good. Still, everybody got a little a little bit. Even the collector, you know, like everybody got something. <laughs> That's true. Even the collector. It was crazy. Like, you know, Falcon gets to... Because usually, you know, oh, well, Falcon will play in the background or War Machine will play in the background or, you know, Drax or, or somebody, those lesser known, those lesser popular characters. But even the collector got his time to shine and, and, and do his thing. I was really, like you said, blown away that everybody was able to get a little piece. And to me, nobody felt marginalized. Like it, everybody got their their part of the pie. I, I it felt at times it felt like a zombie movie. Like at the last scene when they were breaking through the uh, like the the shield. Did you get that sense or no? When the outriders were breaking through the Wakanda yeah. shield. Yes. Well, I mean, they're genetic Thanos genetically created the outriders so they don't have any other purpose but to do his bidding they don't have like feelings and emotions and stuff so they were just gung-ho suicide getting in there so okay let's let's tackle this what was your what was your favorite part oh gosh wow see the so the thing is i was telling somebody else about the you know how do i describe infinity war so with the other marvel movies from Black Panther all the way to Iron Man, you know, the beginning, I've enjoyed every Marvel movie. There hasn't been one Marvel movie that I was like, ooh, ooh, you know, I just, it was a bomb. Everyone I've enjoyed, but everyone I've said, you know, there was this 20 minutes, or there was this backstory here, or I probably wouldn't have done that. But not with this one. This one I was entertained from the second we opened up on Thor's ship until Nick Fury called Captain Marvel. There was no <laughs> there was no lull of okay, we're just kind of coasting along, we're relaxing at this part. It was just my Jennifer calls it bam 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 street fighter. It was just going on 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 the whole time. You know, so I never even caught my breath. I was just on the edge of my seat and I don't know what I I mean the the fight scene at the end was amazing with the with you know it was so long it started with wakanda and avengers but then when you know versus the outriders and and um the black order but then it was like thanos versus the avengers but also i love the thanos versus the space avengers too you know up on titan so i i guess i haven't but i think red skull was maybe the clincher for me i don't know there were so many good parts Dude, my favorite part hands down was red skull I was like, what? No way. I was amazed. I was, I was blown away when he showed up and I saw who it was. I was like, you gotta be kidding. You got him back. Like, and it makes so much sense. 
I don't know. I, that was that was hands down my favorite part. And he looked yeah. so cool. He looked so cool. Hands up, you know. Hands, hands up. up. Yeah, yeah. It was a. There was an audible gasp from the entire theater when he took off his hood. <laughs> it was crazy. I never. I just didn't even think of that. Was that Hugo Weaving? Did he come back? He did not come back. It's actually Ross Marquand who plays Aaron in The Walking Dead. Oh, I don't know who that is. But see, yeah, you... what? I, I was just going to say he, Aaron, Ross Marquand is a ridiculous impressionist. He has all these YouTube videos. He can do an impression of anybody, anywhere, anytime. He's amazing. So for him to be in there, it was, it was perfect. So, cause I, I, I really tried to listen and see if it sounded like Hugo weaving and it did sound like him. And I was like, I didn't think he was in this movie. I didn't think like, so that was a very cool turn of events. Oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't see it coming either. No, not at all. And see, like at first, when they showed his face, I still didn't make the connection. I was like, whoa, wait, well, who is this? And I was like, oh, my goodness, are you, are you serious? And, but that scene was so cool. And then, like, that was the Soul Stone, right? Yeah. Okay, so Gimanak the Soul Stone. And then, like, when Thanos started crying and she was – I could guess the dialogue, which I thought was good in this case because she was like, and you love nothing. And he said, oh, those tears aren't for him, you know, like – I was like, "Oh, he does love something." I don't. I thought that scene was was perfect. It was perfect, and and you could see it coming. I knew as soon as she started laughing. Yes, I'm like I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna kill her. He's gonna he is gonna kill Gamora," and and then I thought, "No, he's not gonna. He can't kill her though." You know, I, she was not on my list of characters that were gonna die, and then she's dead. What the heck? Dude, uh... There's there's so many people there's so many questions in my mind like there's so many people that died there's so many but the the big three they didn't die no no uh-uh. I, I thought no, for but, sure, so the one huh I thought for sure that uh, Iron Man when he was stabbed he was dead yeah there were that was I got teary eyed during that part I'll tell you that really because I thought I thought he was dead I thought that was the end of the ten years of Iron Man you know. I got teary-eyed when uh, Tom Holland played such a good character when he was like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And then at the end he was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I couldn't do it, you know? And he disappears. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, this kid is scared. Like, we kind of saw when in Homecoming when he was under all that, like, debris and everything. We kind of saw that again. Oh, yeah. It was it was gut-wrenching. He played the heck out of that that. You know, those four pieces of dialogue was just amazing. Yeah, Jennifer, I went with my wife, Jennifer, and, you know, five minutes in, they kill Heimdall. She's crying. Loki's her favorite character, probably up there with Thor, crying. Like, Gamora dies, she's crying. She's crying to her Iron Man. I was like, I turned to her, I said, you've got to get it together. (laughs) (laughs) You've got, you've got, wait a minute, wait a minute. You made her sit behind you? (laughs) I said beside me. No, you said I turned around. Oh, well, because I'm looking... Okay, I turned to the side. (laughs) I turned around where my wife was sitting in subservience behind me. She had her head covering on and her dress. (laughs) No, it was just... It was pulling me out of the movie. I was very into the movie, and all I... I was like, shut up. All I could think about is, like, they just had Asgard destroyed. 
and now they're all half of them are dead like these yeah. poor people yeah and and so you know where where was korg where was meek where was valkyrie did they take some asgardians and escape earlier or what yeah i don't i don't think they count i don't think they matter well the, but they were on the ship at the, see jennifer and i binge watched the first 18 movies before we <laughs> See Infinity War. <laughs> right, right. Of course, oh, as one does. Over the pa- a lot of people did. <laughs> over the past two and a half months, we've been working, you know, trying to get, you know, about two a week. And so we just finished Ragnarok the day before, and the ship leaves Asgard, and Valkyrie and Korg and Meek, they're all on there when Thanos' ship appears. So, and if you listen to a, pe- a throwaway piece of dialogue, uh, Thor said that he, you know, half of his people were just killed by Thanos. So does that that leads me to believe there's another half? Where are they? Right. You know, did Valkyrie get that ship, and we'll see her and Meek and Korg with Captain Marvel in Avengers Four. So, well, I don't know. I mean, he left he left half of them alive, right? Isn't that he went through and killed everything? Right, he killed half of everything. Well, yeah, but the ship exploded, and all the Asgardians that were... Oh, yeah, that's true. Because Asgard is gone. Yeah. So what did you think about, like, how Thanos... Like, he didn't bring death into it or anything. And so in the first Avengers movie, it says to go after Earth would be courting death. And, you know, he gives them that look, and obviously that was however many years ago. But do you think that they, they changed their mind, or that was a throwaway line, or... Or do you think it was wise to stay away from that whole thing? Or, or how, what was your take on the like bring balance and limited resources thing? Well, see, the, the direction I thought they were taken was... I know originally Joss Whedon said it was just kind of the Thanos thing was added, you know, the last couple of weeks before the movie was coming out. It was, you know, probably just a, you know, is this really going to happen? Who knows, you know? And then it just exploded and, yeah, we're going to go with that. But my thought was, with introducing Hela in Ragnarok and basically making her death in in the Marvel Universe, combined with Hela and kind of you know some Enchantress stuff in there, that we were going to be surprised and see Hela in Infinity War. That was my hope. That was going to happen. It didn't happen. It is what it is. It's fine. I, I you know I'm okay with it. But what about yourself? Uh, I, I like that they stayed away from it, like, because um, that to me seems like they probably could have done a good job with it, but it seems very comic booky, and I like how they kind of just he was hell bent on one thing, and it wasn't for somebody else. It was very much like because I'm the only one that has the will that had other people see this vision, but I'm the only one that has the will, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think about? Doctor Strange giving him the time, uh, the time gem, time stone. Well, so Doctor Strange said that he saw, you know, a million or four million or whatever possible scenarios, and only one, the Avengers win. And so, based on him, you know, seeing that he knew what I think he knew what he needed to do in order for the Avengers to win, and that meant he had to give up the stone. And so, I think Doctor Strange knows what's going on. What do so- you? So that you mean like, happen. so you mean like Avengers four? Looking forward into the next movie. 
Yeah, yeah, I think Doctor Strange knows. He knows what's up. So he, he did that knowing that it would look like they lost in the near term? What I, I mean, he's seen the future. He's, he's seen the one scenario where they win. And so he's going to, I think he's going to go with that scenario. Whatever happened in that scenario meant that Thanos gets the time gem and Doctor Strange perishes. Do you hmm. think so? Or what? Are, do you have a different theory? No, no, that's kind of what lined up. But I, I just, I just wondered, like, you know, because he said the most important thing is the the stones and guarding them. It, it didn't, it didn't matter about the human life, you know, the the individual's life. So I don't know. I was, I was so surprised. Like watching the movie and everything, I was like, okay, well, obviously he can't just snap his fingers and like make reality like unmake these people um because then you wouldn't have a movie and so then he you know destroys the moon and starts pelting them with the pieces of the moon and everything so all this thing is like very cool but at 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 some point you're just like man you know honestly he could just take all these people out you know like there's no possible way that captain america can stop his fist and but again they did that very very well so when he actually did, did he snap his fingers? Is that what he happened? Did. Okay. He did. So when he actually snapped his fingers, and then everything went nuts, and you thought, I thought he was going back in time again. I thought that he was using the same trick again, and uh, like going back to where Thor didn't stab him. You know what I mean? So he couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, it makes sense. Like, why would he go back in time if he already had it? So all he had to do is snap his fingers and half of the entire universe. I was in the theater and I started thinking, like, you know, like in the Ten Commandments, like, or not the Ten Commandments, but the the Ten Plagues, the last one, the death of the firstborn, how there was mourning all over Egypt and, like, just that whole nation was crying that night. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole universe was pretty much crying that... Oh, absolutely that day that, that that's crazy well and that is see what i saw when when uh you know the helicopter went down when nick fury and maria hill are there you know yeah i just i saw the rapture is what i saw i looked at Jennifer. i was like this is what's gonna happen when the rapture happens right here people are just gonna be gone and in car accidents and helicopters and and the morning like you said is just gonna be unbelievable what's funny is that the guy who was next to me they're like throwing the f-bomb around and everything (laughs) and and like during the whole movie they're whispering and uh cursing up a storm and then all of a sudden when that happens the guy leans over to the other guy next to me and he says it's just like the rapture (laughs) (laughs) wow he must have seen left behind i was like whoa that's that's weird (laughs) Well, what what uh, were your thoughts of Thanos' henchmen, the Black Order? I thought they were really cool. I like how the uh, Ebony Maw, like, he just was this guy who never let him down and, like, treated him all regal and everything. And it seemed like, I, I you never saw this, but in my mind I reasoned it out saying, like, Thanos is letting him have his fun by being that, you know, ostentatious and majestic and everything. Like, he Thanos probably doesn't care too much about being treated like that according to how he treated the other characters and everything um he wasn't in it to be worshipped or anything um as far as 
you could see. But so I thought that was cool because they each had kind of their own um, characterization. Some more than others, though. You know, like some of yeah. them were just like, okay, this is the boss level. You know, before the you get to the big bad guy. But I like Corvus Glaive and I like the Ebony Maw. Um, Proxima Midnight, I didn't really like her, and the Black Dwarf was kind of cool, but you know, just the grunt. So, How about yeah, you? and they're all gone. You know, they were all taken off, taken off the the board. So I'm guessing we're probably not going to see them again. Oh, probably not. No, I, I didn't. I didn't think we would. They're just such a they're such a tough group. I was hoping they would, you know, we'd see a little bit more about what they were up to. Well, but, there is still that super super giant that didn't make it into the movie. Yeah, super giant didn't make it, and uh, oh well. Now, have you read? Let's go to the comics. Have you read the Infinity Gauntlet? No, I have not. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I've read it, and I'm currently reading it now. And uh, just to see some of the different scenes, like the the whole snapping, that's that's taken directly from the comics when Thanos snaps his fingers and half of all life, animal and human, just disappears. If Spider-Man is swinging through the streets and he looks out over this crowd and half of them disappear, a, a lady's baby from a stroller disappears, it's just like, wow. <laughs> they, uh, Captain America just gets to the Avengers headquarters and as he's taking a file from Hawkeye and Cersei, they both disappear. And uh, so I think they captured that really well on screen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, stuff like you know when Hulk comes flying into the Sanctorum, that's really Silver Surfer. That's exactly how it happens too. He comes flying, uh, you know, crashing to Earth, and has to tell him, you know, Doctor Strange and Wong about Thanos, and uh, some of the stuff like Mephisto plays a very large uh, part in Infinity Gauntlet, and it's kind of like. Literally, like the devil on Thanos' shoulder. Uh, but in the movie, Ebony Maw kind of takes some of those lines and takes that. So it's really good. If you get a chance, you should definitely uh, pick it up and and just read it and see some of the some of the some of the source material you know that the Russo brothers used to to make the movie. So would you say it's a, a good combination of Infinity Gauntlet and the Hickman run, or Infinity the uh, from definitely. Hickman's run? Yeah, yeah, and you've read that. I remember oh. us talking oh, yeah. about some of those issues. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was that was amazing. Not a whole lot of character development in that whole thing, but the story was was good. Yeah, yeah. So I think they did. A, I think they did an excellent job. Uh, I mean, it's not a direct adaptation, and I think a lot of you know some people I've seen have said they don't like the movie or uh, because it wasn't true to source material. And there's a part where you have to step out and realize. The, the movies are not going to be a direct word for word seam for seam adaptation of the comic you know yeah they're just they're just not my whole thing I guess and if you listen to the, the past episodes that you and I have recorded if they stay true to the identity of the character of who they are you know how they act and stuff and and for the most part uh, how they look, you know, because if I got to be able to identify, you know, if, if you, you know, if, if Thor all of a sudden is a green alien, well, that's not Thor. You're not really staying that true. You know, that if you, if you stay true to the physical characteristics and the inner characteristics, you know, there's going to be some changes and I'm okay with that. 
What did you What did you think about like uh, some of the smaller things, like Hulk not coming out, uh, and then? Do you think that was a good choice? Do you think there was a good reason for that? Do you what did you like the whole thing with Stormbreaker or were you uh, would you have rather it been his axe? Would I think what is his axe in name? Bjorn 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 Well, were you I was I was just surprised with the Hulk thing because in the trailer the main scene that they've used for promotion is them all running together and the Hulk is is running behind them in Wakanda. Oh, really? Have you seen any of the commercials with the Avengers trailer? No, uh uh-uh. All right, well, when we finish, definitely pull up the, the trailer on YouTube. The main marketing part is Black Widow, Cap, uh, Black Panther, War Machine, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier and the Hulk running towards the screen with, you know, 100 uh, Wakandan soldiers behind him. That has been the main part. It's the images that we've used on Facebook to promote the movie and stuff. Not even in that. <laughs> There's a. I think there are seven scenes that are in the trailer that didn't even make it in the movie. Well, also, the, I noticed that on some of the pictures where Captain America catches his fist, he is missing some of the Infinity Stones. But I yeah. think I think he has all of them except for the Soul Stone, right? Or all? Yeah. Like, wait, what does what does the Vision have? The Mind Stone? Yeah, yeah, and it, it makes sense. Right, you know, because it, uh, otherwise that would give away a huge. Yes, right, exactly. You know, there's a, a scene in the trailer where Spider-Man swinging around when he when he ca- uh, catches Mantis up on Titan, but in the trailer, Mantis is nowhere to. It's, he's just swinging around. Oh, very interesting. But I, th- I, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't even notice that Hulk never showed up until the movie was over. Like, what? oh, what really? He was there at the beginning, and he he threw Thanos around. But yeah, Marco Ruffalo never really transformed. I was just so into the movie, you know. I was I, lost. I wondered. I, I wondered if they did that because they didn't want brute strength, just to, the Hulk to come in and just save the day. Um, I wonder if they're saving him for Avengers Four. Um, yeah, I think we'll probably get some more Hulk play because his Thor was the big save the day guy, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, did they ever explain like Black Widow's hair well Black Widow's hair and the beard they were because they're in hiding you know, they had that throwaway line about staying in a lot of different hotels and stuff and oh. I think it's just kind of assumed that they were in disguise and is this is going to sound terrible but I really I, I really don't know is Don Cheadle sick because he looked sickly well, do you remember he got blasted by Vision, and so he's in recovery from when no, he got zapped like, during Civil War. I mean, as an actor, he looks like he's fighting something. Oh, ouch. Nope. I, I, not that I know of. I think he's just, you know, he's a man of a certain age, and he's... <laughs> a man of a certain age. No, but he, like, he, he... I saw him, I was like, holy cow, like, he lost so much weight, he looks so gaunt, like, his hair is, like, really graying, and he looks smaller, and uh, then well, he's like, oh, you guys look like crap, and I was like, oh, man, like, they made him say that line when he looks this bad? Like, that's terrible. Well, but, okay, so maybe not the best character development for War Machine. <laughs> I just I felt so bad for the guy. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe it was all like you know getting at the character. But I don't know. He looked rough. I like how everybody looked older. You know what I mean? 
they were disheveled. No, I mean seriously though, Captain America, Black Black Widow, uh, Iron Man—they all look older. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like they've been through a lot, which I thought was good. Um, well, so what do you think? You know, Star Lord basically ruined everything. <laughs> yes, he, he did. I mean, did he not? <laughs> yes, it's yeah. He's a jerk. Yeah, he. I think they did a good job of, of painting him as just the most selfish person in the world. Yeah, and they, they were just so close, and then Star Lord, you know. So, do you? So the the main three. I mean, a lot of people disappeared in dust, but the three that passed away, and we saw Gamora, Loki, and Heimdall. Do you think they're gone for good? Do you think they'll come back? What do you think's up? I don't know. Um, <laughs> when Gamora, like, I think we won't see Heimdall again. Um, there's a good chance we won't see Loki again just because he's been around so long and he's probably you know ready to move on. Gamora, I thought for sure that we would see her in a... She seems like she would show up in the third one, you know? Yeah. Like, more so than uh, the guy with the mohawk and the and the, the <laughs> flying knife. I forget. Zondu? Yondu. Yondu, yeah. More so than him. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I I was kind of surprised that she died. Um, I wasn't surprised when it happened, but I was surprised that they were leading up to it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I thought it was. I thought it was weird that both Maria Hill and Nick Fury passed away. Yeah. So what's that all about with Captain Marvel? Where is Captain Marvel? I don't know. But, like, he knew what was going on, and so he was calling her or paging her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's – I mean, the clues – I'm trying to, you know, use my context clues. And uh, <laughs> you know, it looked like an older device, you know? It didn't look like something New age Shield-like, you know? Right. It looked like, you know, something from the 90s or Game Boy or whatever, and, and the way even that her emblem came up. So – is she stuck in the past? Is he sending a message to the past? Um, is she trapped in the past? Is she cryogenically frozen? Is she off-world somewhere? You know, because there's a reason that she wasn't there for Ultron or the Chitari invasion or Sokovia. You know, uh, yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. So, I need to know, though. I don't know that I can wait <laughs> so long. When, when does her movie come out? Uh, February or March, I think March. So what? What else is Marvel putting out the rest of the year? Well, Marvel Studios yeah, is Ant Man and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp, which takes place after Civil War, and before Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. And then we've got Captain Marvel in 2019, and Avengers, and Spider Man. Wow. Wow. So not too many, but in between those two. Yeah, yeah, we just have two movies between until the next Avengers. Dude, and... when when the, when the credits rolled, I was like, "No way!" Yeah, they, they really did this. Like, they lost. <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't keeping track of the time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when the I thought I thought somebody was going to be like, "Okay, well, we got to find so and so, and we have to go back in time. We got to do this. We got to." But no, it just ended, and like, how did it end? He Thanos 
sees the sunset or the sunrise? Is that yep. it? Just like he wanted to do. He's on his porch, relaxing, and watches the sunset. Yep. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was awesome. But yeah, And that's another scene taken directly from the comic books. Oh, really? Wow. And the stuff, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'll just tell you to pick up, pick it up, pick up Infinity Gauntlet. There's some stuff with Gamora. It's. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was nuts because when you when you read um, uh, Abnett and Lanning's uh, Annihilation, and then the uh, Thanos Imperative, and all that, and how they all treat each other, like. Drax seems so small compared to all these other heroes on the big screen, but in he's he's very imposing and everything in those comics, and he seems like he could actually have a chance of taking out Thanos. But it was like no one had a chance of taking out Thanos. It mm-hmm. seemed even even when Thor showed up, and that's why I thought that Hulk was going to come in and save the day and like make it happen, but uh, not so. And it did not. Speaking of taking taking down Thanos. Let's go back to the first 10 minutes of the movie with Loki. So Loki was working with Thanos. You know, he got the Chitar. He was trying to take over Earth to get the, some of the gems. And all of a sudden now he's against Thanos and he thinks he's going to take him out with a knife. <laughs> yeah. At that, you know, what, what is this character development here? What, what made him change his mind? I think it was more that he was loyal to Thor then he thought he could do it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there was character growth in that he wanted to show Thor that he was, that he had changed. So he did officially come to the, the light. That's the sense I got, you know, instead mm-hmm. of him. Cause I mean, he plays the long game, like where he would, uh, and that's why he sided with the grandmaster and everything, you know, but mm-hmm. I think eventually he was just like, all right, well, I'm not going to go through this whole thing again. And be a lackey and, you know? Yeah. What do you think, what do you think is up with Vision? Does he come back? Is he gone for good? I would assume he comes back. They have to work on him somehow. Tony Stark probably brings him back. Shuri. Um, How does Tony Stark even get back? Yeah, I kind of, I wondered that too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thankful that Titan has oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes. I mean, he's just stranded up there. Everyone is gone. He's the last one left. One thing I couldn't figure out. Tony Stark said he's been talking about this or he's been... uh, Thanos has been in his head for six years. But in Spider-Man, it said eight years later. Yeah, they came out and they said that that was incorrect. What is incorrect? The Spider-Man Homecoming should not have said eight years. What does it matter? How come they didn't just change this script and say eight? Well, be, because then that means that these movies would be taking place in 2020. Why? Because the math the math would be wrong of when eight years ago. Avengers wasn't eight years ago. How many years ago was it? It was 2012. It was six years ago. Well, then why in the world would Spider-Man say eight? Like, did they just miscount? I'm chalking it up to Sony. <laughs> it's Sony's fault. But both the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige came out before Infinity War came out and said, just to let y'all know, <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah, but like, why 
so this would happen in 2020. But I, I, I read something where they said that the movies don't necessarily happen in the year they came out anyway. Well, I mean, some of them won't. I, obviously, you know, when you have a period piece, you know, Captain America, First right. Avengers did not happen, you know, in 2010. But the if you if you listen to any interview with the Russo brothers or you, you watch how they fall, these are pretty chronological in, you know, the year that they happen, that's when they happen. So, they, they pretty much are in real time. Well, that's a bummer that they have a... I mean, that's got to kill somebody. Be like, ah, oh, we were so close, but we messed up. Now it's yeah. all over, everywhere. A pretty glaring omission, you know? Yeah, that's a bummer. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> Who put eight? You I jerks. think it should be Stony. Just get rid of some. So who's our list of uh, who who died, who disappeared? Oh, boy. We've got Winter Soldier, uh, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Drax, uh, Groot, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. I'm sure one, those two left. <laughs> what makes you say that? Half the runaways. <laughs> Half the runaways. So, but we have we got Thor, we have Iron Man, we have Captain America, we have Black Widow left. We have Scarlet oh, Witch. Falcon, left. Falcon passed. Falcon died. He died. Yep. What so about? War Machine is left. War Machine is there. Okay. Man. Uh, Rocket. Rocket's left, right. Or Rabbit, as I'm calling him now. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. And what about uh, Peter Dinklage playing a giant? That was pretty sweet. <laughs> I thought that was cool. He's been in a couple different uh, Marvel movies. But not Marvel Studios. Right, right, right. I just thought it was cool. I mean, it's he's the the shortest guy, and he gets to play the biggest guy. Yeah, uh, I like cool. the backstory with how he lost his hands, and he had made the Infinity Gauntlet, and you know that. Uh, oh yeah, so another throwaway line: Thanos destroyed the Nova Corps and Xandar. Yes. Yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> so he just came in and wiped them all out. Yeah, I want to see Nova. I want to see no Richard Ryder show up and try and battle. You know, didn't didn't we? I thought I read an article that said that uh, Nova is pretty much the the key to the next like ten movies. Is that true or no? Have you heard that? That it's not an official thing, but that Nova is a character that Kevin Feige has said they could get some some legs out of. Yeah. Okay. But, but they're also looking at doing an Eternals movie. Yes, I heard that. I think you could bring that in if you did the Celestials and the Eternals and then Thanos. I think you could make it. But you would get pretty far out there without any recognizable characters. You know what I mean? It'd be right. tough. It'd be really tough. But I guess they did that with Guardians. I, yeah, I suppose. I just, from a comic standpoint, you, you know, I was even... I didn't know that much about the Guardians, but I was still interested to see it. I could not be any less interested in seeing an Eternal movie. No, I don't think it. I don't think it'd be good. But I mean, like, look what happened with ABC and the Inhumans, right? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't do something like that. 
is it just because you need a bigger budget or because you need to stay away from those characters? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if if Iron Man and Cap and Thor, you know, if Avengers five four is going to be their last, all the three of theirs movies, you know, they have to expand and keep building the universe with other characters. Right. Hopefully, they'll get a long time with Spider Man. That'd be good. Well, right now he he's just uh, signed on for Spider Man two. Another Avengers, and I think one more. I think one more. So, okay. but but the Sony, the the guy, the new president of Sony or whatever, um, has said that he's not really interested in the film properties that Sony has, and so that could be, you know, maybe we could fully get Spider-Man home. Huh. And then if you know if the X Men, Fox. Fantastic Four Deadpool deal goes through, that should give Marvel legs for years and years and years. So we'll see. Hmm. I just don't think we need to go with any Eternals movie. We've got other, you know, other things to do. Where's Moon Knight? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, what's going on with Avengers 4? What, why would they not give us the title? What could it be? Yeah, uh... I told somebody I think it's going to be Avengers colon X-Men. <laughs> and, and that's why they can't say anything. But it's <laughs> I, not. I don't think that's true. I know it's not. Uh, uh, rumors are, are saying, there's a fairly credible source saying it's going to be called Avengers Endgame. I don't know how much that really spoils. Right, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Do you have ideas? Well, I really was a fan of the whole Secret Invasion thing, but I don't think that that's going to be how it is now. I thought it was going to be Avengers Secret Invasion um, coming off of Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel. Well, I've, but, heard, I've heard a couple things along those lines. But I don't, I don't know how that would... I mean, are they just going to leave all these characters dead? Or are they going to actually go back and try to retrieve them somehow? Well, I, I, think, I think some characters will come back... But if they do go with the secret invasion thing, that really could set up the next ten years of the Marvel Universe in who are these characters? Is this really Scarlet Witch? Or is it not really Scarlet Witch? You know, we saw Falcon die, but now he's back. Is he really a skull scrawl or is it really Falcon? Right, that's true. I don't know. Maybe are there clues in the people that died? I, I gotta say, the two things I did not like about this movie were Bruce Banner's head inside that thing, uh, the Hulkbuster armor just floating around. It looked so ridiculous. <laughs> like when he took his helmet off, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the second thing was Vision showed up at just to get beat up and killed and stabbed. Like, that's all he was doing the whole time, getting stabbed. Yeah. It was like he was so powerful in Age of Ultron, and he didn't. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't even fight one dude in this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, but after you get stabbed, you are kind of weaker. <laughs> it's from personal experience. But after you get stabbed, you are kind of weaker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it makes it hard to fly. Okay, so uh, does Adam Warlock play at all into this because wasn't there an easter egg or uh at the end of guardians of the galaxy 2 we saw 
Adam Warlock's egg? Yeah, but they've confirmed that he won't show up until Guardians 3. What? He's not not Avengers 4? They, I mean, they could be lying straight to our face, but they've Those said that jerks. James Gunn will have a will have Adam Warlock in Avengers. I mean, uh, Guardians three. But it makes you wonder, what will the story of Guardians three be? Will there be? Will it be without Gamora, or will Gamora show up? And Drax too, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Drax, Groot, Mantis, <laughs> they all. Oh, you know what? Nebula's up there on Titan with Iron Man. She's still alive. <laughs> oh, lucky all of us. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to think how is Iron Man going to get back. Well, I mean, if anybody knows about space machinery and and ships and stuff, it'd be Nebula. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> Dude, every time she walks in a movie, it's just like her hips like look like they're going to fall out because she's <laughs> doing that like runway walk. <laughs> She's gonna hurt herself. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Robot. <laughs> Man, I, I just I, I think that uh I think that he did Josh Brolin was probably the best in this entire movie. Out of everybody, he was probably the best. He killed it, and you know, I think he killed it. I think Spider Man and Iron Man both had amazing Performances, I think. I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. really did kind of showed himself in this one. Did a wonderful job. Where, yep. where would you say that this movie ranks for you? I think, I think number two. With the first one being Iron Man three. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Winter Soldier, Infinity War. Uh, Civil War, probably. So this one, so you still, so so Winter Soldier, is better than this one. You're saying? I think so. As a film, yeah, I think so. Okay. So yeah. that's cool. Because I was in that one, so that's cool. Right. Obviously. No, no. I thought you were in something called Freezer Burn. Well, that was I was in Freezer Burn too. Freezer Burn two. Freezer Burn as well. Ah. But that that uh, I was in Freezer Burn. Group hug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything, uh, anything else before we wrap up? Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing this again. Uh, you know, I want to finish this podcast and go see it. <laughs> okay, I understand. It's 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 crazy. I just I can't think that I, that whole scene where he gets the soul stone is just amazing. Did you? Now you've been known to take notes before. Did you take notes before? <laughs> yeah. Did you really? No, I did not. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't. You're so funny. You're so funny. Are your note days behind you? No, not necessarily. If I'm seeing a film specifically for the podcast and not like looking to enjoy it, then I'll bring a notebook. Well, I, I, I just would, honestly, if you would have taken a notebook, I would have loved to read your notes. Because <laughs> when would you stop writing during this? You right. know? True. You would just be writing from the beginning to the end, and that's why... I think this movie is so amazing is because... I mean, you and I could talk probably another three hours about this. There's so many things that we didn't even touch on. Yeah, I'm just... just entertaining. I'm, so entertaining. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I'm still, like, mulling it over and turning it over in my mind. So how long ago did you see this? Like, on Thursday, oh, last Thursday? Yeah, we saw it Thursday. Today's Monday. Okay. Yeah, so I saw it mere, uh, mere hours ago. 
Did you avoid spoilers? Yes, I did. Dude, it was tough uh, this past week coming up with material for the Facebook page because I try and post every four to five hours. Yeah. And to try and stay away from our regular news sites that, you know, are posting this and that. Oh, that was tough. Goodness gracious. I believe it. I believe it. All right, bro. I think that's going to be it. Sounds good. Let's hit up our sponsors. All right. We are sponsored by DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service. Go there uh, and get your pre-orders. Again, 50% off on this fresh, uh, fresh start stuff from Marvel. Fresh start. You can also check out our sponsor, Community Retail Partnership, at www.crpsavings.com. For $39, they offer a discount membership to Office Depot and Office Max. Saves you tons of money on anything that you purchase at either of those uh, businesses. CRPSavings.com. Also, check out MichaelWebSolutions.com for all your internet website building needs. And lastly, check out TheMarvelousBox.com. For $25 a quarter, you get over $100 of Marvel graphic novels. That includes essentials, epic collections, hardcovers. It's the good stuff, guys. It's not the junk. So go to Marvel, TheMarvelousBox.com. And you can uh, email us at uh, m6plc at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at the m6p and our website. Go there, theM6p.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash theM6p. Give us a call, 616-755-TINA. Leave us a message, and we will play it on air. And lastly, look us up on all the social medias, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, the M6P. All right, so until next time, make yours the M6P. Mm-hmm.